It is episode 21. So this is the legal episode. <laughs> um, I don't know where we're going to go with that. Mm. I mean, now we have a legal, legal adult. Or should we go by like... No, we'll go by episodes. I was going to say years, but I'm like, I doubt we're going to be on for 21 years. That's Absolutely gonna be a, not. That's going to be way too long. First of all, I don't even think we're going to be in the same place for 21 <clears throat> years. Um, I was going to say something, but it was going to be really, really dark. So <laughs> I'm gonna keep it first of all, I saw something on the news today about, like, they reset the doomsday clock, and I was like... There's a doomsday clock? Yes. And it, oh. was, it got oh. reset at, like, midnight tonight. Yeah. That's a thing. I don't know. The fact that both of y'all know about this. Yeah. Like <laughs> telling you. Pays to watch the news. It gets you depressed, but you learn some I mean, shit. Yeah, mom keeps on me to watch the news. I'm like, but I don't want to... Just download News 8 on your phone. Like, just get, like... I used to have it on my iPod when I would check for, like, the snow closings at school. <laughs> Yo, I used to love those emails. Uh, I would see, like, my school flash across the screen. It's like, yes! <clears throat> the kids nowadays won't know that struggle. No, because they just get texts. Right. Or they'll text a friend and be like, hey, yo, we, we, we going to school? Nah? Nah? Right. Okay. <clears throat> Back or then. if I wake up and I see snow on the ground, regardless <laughs> of if we got school or not, I'm not going. <laughs> um, but yeah, will there be tequila? We are back. I am Shay. And I am Ashlyn. And we are your conductors for this evening. Please keep your hands mm-hmm. and legs in the cart at all times <laughs> um, because you will get your fingers cut off uh-huh. if you don't. I was, I was trying to figure out where you were going with this. You know... Um, we're just trying to keep the childlike vibes alive. Oh, we definitely keep the childlike vibes alive because hey. I'm childish as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, we just open with the Looney Tunes theme song. <laughs> uh, first of all, I come home from, like, I'll get up and I have, I have a process now. So it's like, I'll wake up at like eight. Um, and I'll eat my little Cap'n Crunch, aka the Roof Busters. You have time to eat breakfast? Yes. Oh my god! Even Lucky on, you. Well, I'm, I mean, on the days that I don't have to go into work at like half past crazy. Oh. Um, but which is a lot more often now that you know it's say, the first of the year and holiday season is over. And it's um, just Return City. Right, but we have inventory coming up. Oh, I already have my inventory. So it's like, no, but they put me and my coworker, like the same group of people who were on the roving team to go to all the stores last time, they put us back on the roving team this time. But I was like, so the gag is, I'm not doing all these fucking stores. <laughs> Thanks. Um, so like me and um, the the girl that I went with, we signed up for like six stores, and then the, the guy, I think he signed up for like all of them. Poor thing. Um but they like roped him into it because like my boss is super manipulative when it comes to that type of stuff um but damn where was i going with this um oh yeah no i like sit i have a process now where it's like i'll watch the news and then i'll watch looney tunes or tom and jerry and then i'll watch the view so it's like i don't what my viewing palette is like so diverse right now i don't know what's going on it's almost like 
that SpongeBob episode where he has like the mini office inside of his head and shit is on fire and like they're like dumping the files out of the file cabinet. That's how my brain is working right now. <laughs> oh my god. So yeah, yeah, that's that's me on daily. Um so Ashlyn. Yeah. What was your biggest fear as a child? Um Oh my goodness. And I'm not talking about like the boogeyman and No, I don't think I was ever scared of like the boogeyman or like anything like that. I remember Ah. I mean, I had a definitely a lot of fears that they hyped up when we were kids that nowadays seem so irrelevant. Like, remember when we thought quicksand was going to be a bigger problem than it is now? No. You know, I remember seeing quicksand in almost like every cartoon you watch, like someone sinking in quicksand. And well, you, I would like, always know to stay put. <laughs> but like you thought as a kid, you're like, oh, my God, I'm just going to walk into the sand pit one day at recess and I'm just going to die. Just gonna die. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> no, they made quicksand, I never thought like that. They made quicksand seem like such a big ordeal as a child. And it's really not like where who the fuck? <laughs> like, like, who started this who's responsible right I, um, no I, I don't think i've ever thought of sand in that manner i think first of all i think like the beach was always like my safe place no it wasn't it wasn't the beach it was just like the little well, sandbox sand. oh my god no it was always the same the beach you were fine get your ass in the sandbox it's a wrap it's a wrap what um, are you doing Boomerang. Anyway, um, <laughs> um, my biggest fear. I, I had a couple of. Um, I had a. I had a couple of different fears as a child. Like to let my cousin tell it, I was afraid of the Grinch and George Washington. Not mutually exclusive, I promise. <laughs> um, but then, as I got older, I think when I was like in like elementary school and stuff, I was afraid of clowns. And wax people. See, I was never afraid of like statues or clowns or anything. I remember I was afraid of like roller coasters with like a loop in it. Why? Because I always felt like I was gonna fall out. Nah, that shit was thrilling. No, like I was. And I, I sat was, in the front. I Fuck always you thought. Mean. Of, I mean, now I'm good. Now I'm, I'm a roller coaster like mm-hmm. advocate. Like I love me some roller coasters. But like I remember just watching it, I would always feel like someone was gonna fall out. So I never used to go on the ones with the loops until mm-hmm. like my aunt. One day she was like, "If you want to go on the big roller coasters with me, you have to go on the you have to go on the Lutu ones." And I went to the Six Flags up here, mm-hmm. and, and I you w- never looked back. I never looked back. I mean, I screamed like a little bitch the entire time, <laughs> but I got off and I was like, "Let's do it again!" <laughs> so I could scream some more. So I could scream some more. Let's do it again. First of all, just a disclaimer: don't ask me to go to Madame Tussauds <laughs> with you ever because Ooh, the answer will be no i want to go i don't fuck with wax people did Ooh, you not just hear what i just said i don't fuck with wax people I did, after i like, saw night at the museum first of all i love the night at the museum movies but now i look at like wax figures in the mo- like in the museums and shit uh-huh. and think about how they can come to life and it's like if you turn too quickly you feel as though they're moving and then you turn back and they're in the same position that they were in when you walked past them in the first place i mean of course they're gonna be in the same position they they didn't move they moved they they definitely no moved. no they how yes they did how because wax people if you oh my god house what was wax. that movie house house of wax yo i'm telling you 10 out of 10 do not recommend oh my god no oh my god no. <laughs> anyway um let's let's get into some less traumatic stuff please before we have to call my therapist oh lord um so Hurricane Ivy Park has made landfall. I am upset because <gasps> I cannot participate in it. First of all, everything like sold out. I know. Like, I was so upset within minutes. Cause like I remember. All right, so 
I didn't realize till that night. I was like, oh shit, it dropped. So I went on and I was like, fuck, I missed it. The only thing left on the website is the belts. I don't want no goddamn belt. <laughs> Fuck, I look like with an Ivy Park belt. Fuck, I look like with an Ivy Park All my shirts going to be tucked in. I'm going to be wearing high-waisted jeans Facts. with my Ivy Park belt. I wanted a whole fit. I wanted the sweats. I wanted the sports bra. I wanted the sneakers. I wanted the whole fit. First of all, I still haven't been back to the gym yet. And I want to know. I asked. I was like on Twitter the other night. I was like, you think the New Year New Me crowd has like thinned oh, out? Because I would like to go to no, the gym. No, best believe if I got that Ivy Park fit, my ass would be in the gym showing it off. Like, bitch, like, yeah, bet. I paid $250 <laughs> for this shit. And what? You going to see this ass do some squats and some Ivy Park. like. <laughs> so um, maybe Beyonce doesn't know the address to our studio because it seems like we're missing a big orange box. I don't. I, mean, I don't see it anywhere. I've looked under tables and in closets. And unless somebody porch pirated our shit, we don't have an Ivy Park box. I wish we did. I wish we were cool with Beyonce like that. First like, of all, Darius has an old, he got a, a pair of Nike boots for Christmas. And it was about the size of the mini Ivy Park PR box. So I texted him. I was like, all I need is some orange duct tape. And I could just take the size and the top. And I could flex like I got an Ivy Park PR box. <laughs> he said, nigga, I know you do not just text this foolery to me right now. I said, make finesse and great again, 2020. I, I don't you. Like, I, look, I'm trying to make, I'm trying to get my Ivy Park. I'm trying to get her to see that I'm so creative that I actually need the actual Ivy Park. You trying to stunt on Snap? No. I'm yes. trying to get Beyonce's attention because obviously she pays attention because if you saw the promo video for Ivy Park, she was doing the little dance like the little boy in the chair in the classroom. And I was like, okay, so she pays attention to the memes and gifts and stuff on Duh. Twitter. Duh. So well, how old is Blue? Like nine now? I think. First of all, celebrity kids like age like Renesmee and Twilight. So <laughs> I don't know how old that child is. Blue, she could I, be 30. I feel like Blue is like either eight or nine now. So of course she follows memes and stuff. Blue be coming home and be like, mommy, look at this. <laughs> Anyway, so in preparation for the release of her highly anticipated collaboration with Adidas, uh, Beyonce and the team over at Ivory Ivy Park, Ivory Park, that's the that's the swap meet brand, um, sent orange boxes, both big and small, to celebrities uh, over the various ranges of the spectrum. So like Reese Witherspoon, Ellen DeGeneres, Zen Slaya, um, Janelle Monet, Cardi B, as well as Yara Shahidi and Laverne Cox received big boxes in their driveway that looked like a big orange fashion bomb. Oh, did you see when Megan got her box? Yo, I'm getting to that. Yo. Because, bitch, ooh, somebody was like, this is the first time I've actually seen her, like, fully clothed. And I don't know how I feel. She wasn't <laughs> fully clothed in that? What you well, mean? not in that video, but, like, <clears throat> there was. she posted another video, um, I think, two days ago. And she had on like the Ivy Park uh, track jacket. It was it was the the cream one, and then like the matching cargo pants. And they were like, "This is the first time I've seen her fully clothed." Then they must not be paying such a her to her like Instagram and stuff because she um, be wearing clothes all the time. And I was gonna say because Megan also did a little dance party twerking the crazy in love, and Reese Witherspoon made a TikTok because Reese Witherspoon is Reese Witherspoon. Um, so other celebrities such as the former <coughs> State of the Culture host Scotty Beam received a smaller box, which is what I was trying to make, but everybody is trying to tell me that I should not. You shouldn't. Um, <laughs> complete with running shoes, uh, matching bra and bike short combo, which I thought was really cute. And as well as an athleisure-esque looking type of uh, dress, dress with a beautifully executed thigh-high slit. And like, I don't fuck with dresses, but I'd wear that. Well, because it's like a, it, it reminds me of like something Serena Williams will wear on a tennis court. Right. So. Or just like you fucking around just chilling, running errands in it or something. 
But again, like I don't fuck with dresses, but I'd, I'd wear that just to go to Whole Foods in my fucking just a spark. Right. Um, so the musician slash entrepreneur slash actress slash million other boss ass bitch things uh, partnered with Adidas to, des- quote, design a collection that combines fashion and storytelling in an unprecedented way, uh, according to the collaboration's press release. And the collection, quote, champions the values of inclusivity, community and diversity. But the gag is that. The pieces only range from extra small to extra large with prices from $25 to $50. So, Honest, exclusivity, my ass. Honestly, I don't see... I understand... All right, so I see both sides of the, the argument. Because, yes, I know some people are upset because... Because fat bitches love Beyonce, too. Right. But at the same time, extra small to extra large and a lot of these companies is the standard size. Mm-hmm. So... Either way, because you can't be mad. Like, you go to, like, somewhere else. Like, say, like, you're going to, like, Forever 21 or something. Or, like... But Forever 21 has a, a separate plus-size section. Only in certain clothing, though. Yeah. But and every time I go into a Forever 21, the plus-size section looks like the island of misfit exactly. toys that they forget to clean up. Exactly. So, it's Sick like... And then, like, Adidas itself... That's why y'all going out of business. Adidas itself, certain things only come in extra small to extra large. Mm-hmm. Are y'all getting mad about that? No. Well, because they make identical things in, like, 1X, 2X, 3X, 4X. I still think the price is, uh, I mean, we're paying for the name, Beyonce. Honestly, that, and it's athletic wear. Athletic wear is always going to be expensive. But 250 though? Jesus. But, again, you're paying for- For a fucking parachute suit? No. Absolutely not. Either way. Um, That's the only, like, high-end celebrity shit I will willingly spend coins on like that. Other than that, like, I don't think I'd pay 250 for, like- a pair of sweatpants no absolutely not except that will smith fit. did you see like will smith came out with like fresh prince gear yes yeah i would happily wear that yeah i'd wear that too i'd happily pay like one to two hundred dollars for that too but that's it him and him and beyonce are the only ones i'd spend like close to a dollars for that's it but um unlike ashlyn over here some devout members of the beehive are a little upset that the ivy park collab does not feature plus size options um so but you never know it might run big though I don't know. I mean, the 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 parachute jumpsuit <clears throat> thing that looks like that'll run big. You look like you could fit a whole fucking family in that shit. Cause um, Beyonce, she she a little thick, thick, and hers must have been like an extra large. Eh, Cause like, I, I feel like y'all over y'all like overestimate people's weights. Cause it's just like when we were watching the do- I was watching the homecoming documentary and she was striving to get back down to like one thirty. So I'm like one thirty, and you look like that. So I'm like I'm. I, I just weighed myself today. I'm like I'm two thirty eight and I look like this. Well, I so everybody's body proportions are is different. different, right? And I was like, I was watching it too, and she said her specs are closely around mine. So I'm like, I wear an extra large. If her specs are close to mine, then what she was wearing was probably extra large. Mm-hmm. But uh, it says here on uh, Jasmine Brand, a couple of fans even compared the line to Rihanna's Savage Fenty line that uh, features a wide range of sizes, including plus size <laughs> options. However. Again, the plus size stuff on uh, Savage Fenty is somewhat different from. Um, it's completely different from the uh, regular baseline sizes. Like you, like I, <laughs> it would get me so mad because I'm like, oh, this this baby doll dress is so cute, but I need it in a in a in a one X, and then I would go into the one in the into the plus size section, and I would see nothing like that, and I'm just like, because it'd be it'd what? be different, it'd be a different color, a different cut. And it's like I don't understand this. Right. So it's like it's the upsetting. big. It's like that with I feel like with everything, it's like the bigger you go, the uglier it is too. Right. It's like first of all, 
big bitches don't want to wear flowers. I fucking promise. Because, like, we don't want to look bigger that than That shit we triggers are. me. Like, every time I turn around, like, when I'm looking at, like, Forever 21 or something like that. Torrid. Torrid and um, uh, Charlotte Russe when they had their plus size section. Um, like, everything, I, like, whenever I would hit the... Um, the like the next page or whatever like as i would scroll it would be nothing but random uh variations of flowers or like camouflage or like muted tones that would still draw attention to the fact that we're fluffy so it's like I don't, <laughs> we're fluffy. what the fuck are you doing I don't, <laughs> like i i feel like you're not letting a big person actually design these clothes because a big person will let you know real quick cut that shit out please <laughs> um but some of the reactions included um, one person saying that Ivy Park not having plus sizes is gross considering that Adidas did $6.4 billion in revenue last quarter and nothing that they're selling is revolutionary that it would take them time to size it up. They can afford to and they know how to. They just choose not to. So they come up with receipts. Um, another person said, so fucking tired of this side of the hive because Beyonce can also get also get to be held accountable for size inclusivity considering it is an industry-wide issue beyonce who hires plus size dancers and plus size singers can make sizes that represent those women too we can stand and not lose our minds so it's like if you're costumed well i mean i don't really feel like this has anything to do with beyonce directly but it's just like your design team and your whoever's um like drawing out the silhouettes and stuff like that if they know how to properly measure plus size people and even like because of the fact that she's hired plus size dancers and singers in the past and like she's done this these elaborate stage designs if anything she could have had her stage designer or her costume designer come in and work as like a um What's the word I'm looking for? If they would have allowed that. As like a consult. But it's like it's a partnership. And on top of that, Beyonce bought Ivy Park out from whatever other company that owned it before because it was like a partnership. So Beyonce is bringing Ivy Park to Adidas like themselves. But like that's, yeah, but it, so it's the way like, the contract was probably set up, they probably put Ivy Park's name on it. But it was Adidas designers. Like we don't know right. the details of the contract. So we can't mm-hmm. really be like, oh, she fucked up the designers of it because we don't know who whose designers were being used. We don't know if it was her designers or if it was Adidas. Well, she needs to bring her designers in. Change the fucking contract. You're Beyonce. You can do it. Well, Um, I mean, just because she's Beyonce. She's Beyonce. End of story. (laughs) I like to look at logistics and legitimacy things. (laughs) Like, just because you somebody don't mean I'm going to let you do everything. You better chill out before the Beehive come out of this this, uh, this monitor right here. They come out full force and it's a wrap for you. I mean, shit. Let me look at this, some Come of their contracts. Me. Come for me. Until they can show me the contract between Beyonce and Adidas, I don't want to hear nothing from them. No receipts, no receipts, no receipts. Y'all can um, have all the, the receipts y'all want until I see that contract. <laughs> and somebody also said, <laughs> Beyonce doing a release of Ivy Park, but like, where's the plus sizes, sis? Again. <laughs> Hashtag, I want you to take my money. So people are Again, you don't perturbed. know what that contract look like. Right, so it might be this might be the soft one, and she might do another line with plus sizes in it. That's what I'm thinking. Cause coincidentally, Ivy Park also sent model Ashley Graham, who is a proud curvy girl, beautiful. But at the same time, Ashley Graham is a proud curvy girl. She is beautiful, but I feel something tells me that she's not past like a size twelve or fourteen. So that's not really plus size in my head. 
I'm thinking somebody like a Danielle Brooks from Orange is the New Black or somebody of that stature or like a Gabourey Sidibe, you should have sent it to them if you wanted to let let people know, hey, we're going to try this stuff out and you know, if it works out um, for these people, then we will introduce a new Ashley plus Graham size. But isn't Ashley Graham Adidas model, though? I don't know. Because, again, it all might be in the Adidas contract. She might be only be able to use Adidas models. And plus, there's <laughs> uh, Ashley Graham. First of all, congratulations, by the way, because she just gave birth um, oh, over the weekend. Yeah, she just um, she named him. Damn, I don't remember what she named him. I didn't even know she was pregnant. Uh, really? Yes. She's been pregnant for like 40 years. I don't years. follow her or nothing. You said 40 years? She's been pregnant for like 40 years. And her <laughs> stomach was like out here. What? No, I don't um, follow her or nothing. So I didn't know. But it, first of all, it was like a whole blur because like DJ Khaled's wife gave birth. And then um, Christina Milian gave birth to her son over the weekend as well. And then Ashley Graham also gave birth. So I was like, what the fuck? Everybody's having kids. And then all these pregnancy announcements popping up on my personal timeline. I said, what the fuck Everyone's catching happening? the pregnancy. Yo, and I'm not trying to catch it. I'm about mm-hmm. to walk around with a surgical mask with like the little jack-o'-lantern smile over it. Because nah, fuck out of nope. here. Um, I'll be spraying the nope in the air because that's exactly. <laughs> just nope. Nope. Thank you. Or, or like the. Um, Overdosing on Like Consuela these. from freaking Family Guy. No, 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 no. <laughs> anyway, uh, speaking of nope and Instagram, so social media is continuing to try and come up with ways for like one sex to fool the masses when it comes to their appearance. Why? <laughs> um, well, because of the fact, let's say it's it's like okay, you can face tune here or like accentuate your waist so that your ass looks bigger. And I was watching this TikTok, this this video of like TikTok hacks. And, like, there was one TikTok hack that the girl did where it's, like, if you turn your hip a certain way, it'll make your ass look fatter. And personally, I might try it. But that's not the point. We're not talking about me. <laughs> um, but when it comes time to link, the oh bamboozled party is having buyer's remorse. Like, they're just, like, this is not what I double tapped on my screen. So, but like, this the, so you're going to have me you? calling your phone and be like, hey, this is me from Catfish. Right. It's like, <laughs> uh, sorry. <laughs> No, me Ew. gonna be hit my phone and be like, "Hey, I'm here to talk about your friend Chelsea." Put the hoodie up real quick. <laughs> like, nah. I'm like, Neve, I I love your show, but I can't help you. <laughs> but um, Instagram has stepped up and is saying no more for like the umpteenth time. But we are going to find a way around it. I promise you. But let's go on with the story. <laughs> so Instagram is into implementing. A new feature that will use a combination of feedback from our community and technology, blah, 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 <laughs> to determine if images have been photoshopped. That's okay. every image. Um, so after that, the image, after it's being flagged, will go to a fact checker and um, they will make the final decision. So they'll be like, yeah, that ass don't look real. Duh. No, that's not real. Uh, now, if the fact checker deems that the image has been altered in any way, shape, or form, like making your eyes uh, hazel instead of brown like they normally are, or, you know, making your lips poke out a little bit more because you use the, the Kylie Jenner lip kit and it's not using, it's not making your lips look the way that Kylie's do, that's because those are lip fillers, sis. Um, but <laughs> either way, there will be a false information label added onto the photo. So wait, like... All right, so say a girl like did her makeup like she put that like trash ass Kylie shit on her lips and like put them dry ass corner store contacts in and like <laughs> like what? Well, 
obviously like that's why it goes to a fact checker um for them to like make the final decision so like um so in other words you can't take a picture on snapchat using the filter and then put it on instagram because that's what i'd be doing sometimes well we remember we did the story about like uh tinder it was like you can't use like overly filtered pictures on your profile or something like that because it'll yeah. flag your profile i mean it never flagged mine but yeah. right but um i think it's kind of like the same situation here all my pictures <laughs> um because it's well because of the fact that it's probably like the flower crown or like the little like uh the dog ears dog ears or whatever so it's like that's not like overly filtered but they're talking about like filter on top of filter on top of filter so like you're using valencia plus the dog ears plus the uh the geo tag and shit like that that's uh. when they're like um hello you might want to pump your brakes there um got it but I think in this instance, that's why the, the there's a second round um, for it to go through the fact checker for them to be like, okay, this this looks a little this looks a little crazy, Sketchy. or it's like this looks like a, a Tumblr model. Like this is this is normal. We're not gonna we're not gonna flag you. Um, but I remember, mean, if you look like a Tumblr model, I'd flag you because some people don't look real. Half the time. <laughs> but remember, Instagram is also owned by Facebook, so I think that Zuckerberg is trying to like isn't he. In a lawsuit right now? He's always in a lawsuit. But I think he's he's trying to, like, bring some of the algorithms from Facebook. Because, like, if you think about it, like, the videos on Facebook are just, like, this, um, you know, this includes, like, sensitive content or whatever. So, like, you have the option to hit reveal video before, like, you watch something disastrous. Right. Um, so, like, he's using those similar algorithms on Instagram now that he owns that platform, too. Um, hopefully to make the, the platform a nicer, safer place, but it won't. <laughs> but it won't. Um, now, this next story. <laughs> All right, so I'm like reading it, and I'm just like, what <laughs> the fuck is this? <laughs> Yo, when I was on, first of all, baller alert, y'all really like, I'm put, I'm like, you're you're coming up on the shade room of like shade room need to watch they spot because the baller alert coming in with these bomb ass stories. But the fact that you finding <laughs> shit like this, like what? Nah, this is wild as fuck. Okay, this is wild. So says here on TMZ. Oh my god. <laughs> That uh, Pornhub mm. is being sued for failing to make videos accessible for the deaf, deaf, not deaf, not dead people, um, deaf and hearing impaired community, meaning that they don't have captions on the. Mm. <laughs> I, I have a question. My hands raised. Yes, Ashley. How? <laughs> How? Like what the fuck? Like, why would you, <laughs> how would you caption any of that? Yo, I don't know. But first of all. Like, so can like, you just imagine, like, on some, You like, would have to, like, em- employ, like, a whole team of, like, asexual people that will be able to sit and watch hours and hours and hours of that footage and not be the least bit But, aroused. like, my thing is, can you just imagine just watching a video of like some somebody just going ham mm-hmm. and you just see the little black box at the bottom of the screen just, just like, like the fuck? and what like all that? the noises just spelled out you're like how <laughs> you're just like what the fuck cause that's all it is it's just gonna be noises spelled out and then like an occasional like, word here with that O's and shit like, <laughs> like, like what <laughs> so so how is that how are you being I so it says that the lawsuit was filed by uh, Yaroslav Suris, which I believe is Russian. Of course it or would. Ukrainian. I don't know. 
Yeah. Um. So he said he couldn't enjoy the adult videos on the site since there is no options for closed captioning. Okay. First of all, I don't even <laughs> listen to none of mine with sound. Like I turn the sound off. Cause first of all, I'll be I'm gonna be Special honest with person. you. I'll be honest with you. Sometimes I'll be in my room and there's people home, so I'm not gonna have y'all. Oh, your headphones in. Just fuck it. <laughs> so why but he would doesn't you, have the option to throw headphones on but Ashlyn. why would you need sound in the first place why you need to hear mac I, and cheese stirring like what the all, fuck i pray he lives alone because <laughs> oh my god <laughs> you really want to hear the sound of mac and cheese stirring that bad First of all, i was watching i was watching jeff dunham and he had one of his puppets peanut he's first of all he's i love my peanut. favorite um he was. He did a joke about the fact that, like, at one of their shows, there was a deaf person in the audience, and he had a um, uh, a, a, an interpreter. Yes, thank you. Um, and at one point, he just the interpreter just stopped, because Peanut was just on stage with his mouth open, and the deaf guy was like looking at Peanut and then looking at the interpreter and looking at Peanut and looking at the interpreter, and he was just like, "What the fuck is happening? <laughs> why are you not signing? But why does it look like he's screaming? I don't understand." Um, so I, I don't know if this is like what's happening here. Um, but he also claims in the suit that he couldn't hear the dialogue in videos such as, "Oh, get this, buckle up, bitches," because um, who's to watch the dialogue sex videos anymore? The videos and. Uh, <laughs> dialogue and first, first of all, all like when i watch it i'm just like first of all i be skipping through all that shit but the thing is and the fact like, that wait the fact that you actually have to sit there and like go through the whole story with them like but some of the stories be mad interesting i'm like how did we get here and then like you skip like they're talking about oh you know i don't want i don't want my mom to find out blah 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 and then like 15 seconds you all you hear is gaw, gaw. like <laughs> disobedient nephew what sexy cop gets witness to talk and allison comes to get money or comes to talk about money with her boy's naughty father and he was completely lost while watching all of these because again who's watching the dialogue i'm completely lost about why you picked these specific titles like i don't uh, i don't um, know so (laughs) (laughs) what so, this whole thing is just so the vice president of Pornhub released a statement and he said we understand yeah. <laughs> he said we understand that this man is suing Pornhub proclaiming that we've denied the deaf and hearing impaired access to our videos <laughs> while we don't generally comment on active uh, lawsuits <laughs> Uh, we'd like to take this opportunity to point out that we do have a closed caption category. 
But I feel like the closed caption category probably don't got none of the videos he's Poor interested in. with the shit. Yo. Poor Hub said the fuck you want us to do. No, but he's like, we do have a closed caption category. Like, there's a specific category. <laughs> there is, um, yo. Specifically closed captioned. But I feel like it's not anything, like, family related. Why? Or, like, First of sexy all, cop if y'all are watching, shit. If, all right. Ugh. So anybody watching, like, those, like, stepdaughter take stepdad or stepmom take stepson or, like, the... Yeah. Y'all are sick. <laughs> y'all are fucking gross. And you know, Life with Derek was trending the other day, and they were just like, y'all didn't realize that this show was about incest this whole time. I said, I was eight. No, I didn't know what the fuck incest was. <laughs> right? Like, I just thought it was cool that, you know, she got to live with this guy, and she happened to, like, be, like, sexually attracted. I don't know what the fuck was going on. It was a know. Disney Channel show. It, it was Canadian, which explained a lot. Um, but I mean, nothing like, against Canada. Oh no! <laughs> you got Justin Bieber. <laughs> you got Tory Lanez. Well, I mean, the only thing you got going in your category right now is Drake. Uh-uh. Drake. Uh-uh. Yeah, I could keep him. No. Yes. No, we can keep him. No. I could keep him. No, it's fine. No. I could keep Ret- him in my closet. Return it's to cool. sender. Nah. Nah. You can send him to my house. Mm, uh-huh. no. <laughs> but um. This guy is suing to get Pornhub to be inclusive and make closed captioning an option on all more, of their videos. I don't know how more inclusive he wants. Like, I feel like Pornhub has mad weird oh. categories. They they have a little bit for everybody. But I feel like they should have. Maybe they should have like a, a deaf category, like a deaf person category, like not closed captioning. That, like would that just like be two w- deaf people getting it on. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild, sis. <laughs> The, f- the fuck is wrong with you? Everything. You're just gonna see mad signs, <laughs> gang signs, just going up the entire time. <laughs> but at least you'll understand what's going on. Really? Because she'll be fumbling her words. He'll <laughs> get the picture. She'll be stuttering with her fingers. He'll <laughs> get the picture. Anyway. <laughs> So he's also suing for damages. I don't know what damages he's referring to unless it's like doctor bills about like blue ball syndrome because he couldn't get off because he couldn't read the captions on the bottom of the screen. I don't know what damages he's suing for, but I I feel like the judge is going to take one look at this shit and throw it out. I'd be like, the, no, the fuck do you want me to do with this? <laughs> now, <laughs> yeah. scurrying away from that, like r- running, sprinting, <laughs> Uh, away from that um red table talk oh my head hurts now (laughs) (laughs) so in comparison to us and uh what what was his name um yaroslav um jada pinkin is having a phenomenal 2020 um Mm. so it was recently reported that facebook watch is renewing her series red table talk all the way through 2022 okay go ahead jada yes ma'am so it features her, her daughter Willow, her mom Adrian, as they discuss social quarrels in the company of celebrity guests such as Tiffany Haddish, Aisha, Cur- Aisha Curry. Come on. <laughs> um, first day with the new mouth. And uh, Jordan Woods, showing the perspectives of three generations. Um, so the new deal brokered between very tall productions. I don't know whose production company that is. I don't think it's Jada's because Jada's tiny. Um, and Westbrook Productions also includes plans for a spinoff that is based in Miami that features the Estefans. The who? Gloria Estefan. And uh, her daughter, Emily, and her niece, Lily. 
I feel like if I see what they look like, I'll know who they are because the name kind of rings. Gloria Estefan? You don't know Gloria Estefan? I mean, the name sounds familiar, but I can't put a name to a face right That's now, crazy. so I'm about to I'm about to Google it, yeah. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> so, they're following in the footsteps of the original show's blueprint. Um, it will feature celebrity guests and cultural topics and all that fun stuff that you get on Red Table Talk in L.A., but in Miami. So there will probably be uh, strippers everywhere and Spanish music and a lot of empanadas. Oh, her. Yes. Oh, okay. Lucky I didn't start singing. I don't know. I'm pretty sure I don't know like none of her music, but like... Well, she's a, she's an older artist, so yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure like if you go home and tell your mom, she'll be like, oh, yeah, Psh. I'm telling mom you said she old, but I... I'm not. <laughs> First of all, I don't want no smoke with Amy. I don't know why you do that. Um, but Jada is, uh, she said in a press release, I'm incredibly proud of Red Table Talk and thrilled to be building upon this franchise with my family and Gloria and Emily and Lily and, and, and Jose, Ricardo, Ramirez, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And Lucy and... Uh, yeah. Ricky and... <laughs> So, Red Table Talk has created a space to have open, honest, healing conversations around social and topical issues. And what what's most powerful to me is hearing people's stories and engaging with our fans in such a tangible way on the Facebook Watch platform. Sounds a lot like a later show we know. <laughs> I mean, we're not on Facebook or nothing, but we're getting there. It's only with Shirley. Yeah, we're getting there. Uh, matter of fact... I think we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna do two things. <laughs> we're gonna put in a petition to get on Facebook Watch, and uh, we're also going to submit a uh, lawsuit to Pornhub <laughs> <laughs> for not having um, I don't podcast know. related porn. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> with captions. <laughs> so yeah, we're gonna do that and take a break, and we'll be right back. If you're interested in listening to information about midwifery through the lens of race, culture, and sexuality. If you have a uterus, know someone who has a uterus, or are just interested in information about people with uteruses, tune in to the Midwife Crisis Podcast. got off the phone with our with our legal team and they said that um podcast related porn is not a thing <laughs> and they said we bash it crazy for even thinking right so um that that break was it was kind of just for you um <laughs> but we back and um we're talking about some real shit around these parts we're talking about fear and i'm not talking about don't scare to look under the bed or like sleeping with a nightlight or you know, mom, can I have a glass of water? No, we're talking about like legitimate fears that like shake you to the pit of your soul. Yeah, that. Your deepest, darkest secrets or your deepest, darkest fears. Like, what? What's in the back of your mind? What's in the bag? Homie? That that scares you the most. <sighs> Makes you dating think. a Gemini. <sighs> yeah. And. How, or giving birth to a Gemini, or oh. a Scorpio. Oh, mm. oh my God! I know my sister's probably gonna have some shit to say, but like, what's wrong with Scorpios? Everything. Mm. Um, <laughs> but 
I feel like giving birth to one versus is worse than dating one. Because dating one, you can just get rid of any time. Giving birth, right. you stuck you forever. You stuck for life. <laughs> Ooh. Like, mm, damn it. Right. Um, so, I'm going to just kick it off. Uh, rip the band-aid off. Is there something in your life that you really, really, really want to do? Or a certain passion or dream that you have, but aren't because you're scared? I mean, there's... Hmm. I can think of one. But I'm going to let you come to that decision. Well, I don't know. I mean, it's a mix. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, I am so ready to, like, get out and, like, actually start my life. But, Mm -hmm. like, my biggest fear is, like, not being able to support myself. So not having that parachute. Yeah, not having that parachute or, like, that safety net. I mean, I barely have one now, but, like, at least <laughs> I feel like one's there. Like, I'd rather, come say it this way, I'd rather have one with a ton of rips and holes in it than not have one at all, if that makes sense. Okay. All right, so what would that look like <clears throat> for you, like, the tons of rips and holes? So it's, like, my safety net <laughs> is definitely my mom. Right. I feel and like everybody's safety net is their parents preferably their parents because there are some people a part of the lgbt community that don't have that that luxury right and it's like with my mom i mean yeah it's just her doing it all by herself but like she does the best she can and Mm -hmm. it's like even in my old ass age like i still can can like lean on her to help me with some shit even though it's like it's high time i start doing shit on my own Mm -hmm. but like i feel like if i take that because i'm slowly making it on my own but if i take that like drastic leap too soon Mm -hmm. i feel like it's gonna bite me in the ass and i'm not gonna have her to go back on and i'm just gonna be stuck Mm. and i'm not gonna be able to bounce back from it like you know what i'm saying like yeah i mean but have you ever considered like doing something like in the like in the meantime so kind of like doing something to kind of like get yourself set up so that like you know when you do feel like you're in a place where you're comfortable to like, you know, jump out and, you know, set out on your own, that you have the resources to do so, like, you know, looking into uh, cosmetology school or um, just, you know, looking into like while you're like, so like doing cosmetology school while you're still working at your right, current yeah. job. No, I've, I've definitely looked into that. Like seeing, I've been like trying to map out mm-hmm. hours and stuff and even as things change, I'm like, all right, so these are like, what I'm working with now versus what I have to change because these are the hours that I would need for like the school or whatever, mm-hmm. and then this is how much the school would cost. So this is what I'd have to do to to many, budget for to it. budget for it. So I'm like mapping things out in my head mm-hmm. while still trying to manage what's going on in my day to day, while also trying to make sure I don't have like the four fallout from under me. <laughs> look, I had to call. I had to call Discover today. Or so like the I'm, other day, I was like, look, I can't make my payment this month. <clears throat> So. Right, that too, and then I'm like, now I gotta start. I gotta start figuring out mm-hmm. how I'm gonna start doing my student loan payments and everything. So it's like I'm juggling a bunch of million things in my head and trying to make sure everything is done. While also like having mini anxiety attacks here and there, while also trying to make it look like I have run the mill shit. Run the mill shit. It's like run, run and grab coffee and oh look, it's time for my anxiety attack at three fifteen. Right. Oh, my three fifteen appointment. Huh. <laughs> I can't cancel on them again. Right. Ah. No. No. Look bad. <laughs> But it's, like, also trying to make it look like I got this shit. It's, like, I, I, ain't, I ain't stressing. Like I, I think something this. that, like, I first of all, something that I really, really, really want to do 
Um, there's a couple of things that I really want to do. And I have a list of like shit that I want to do. Um, and I don't, I don't think that I've actually sat down and like, you know, put like a, put them in order of like a most important or whatever, whatever. Like I really want to publish my first book. I really want to get my master's in, um, uh, preferably be debt free um but i don't know how the fuck i'm gonna do that if i don't have a job and if i don't have a job how am i gonna <laughs> right like these are all the thoughts that i go so through like, like on oh, a daily it's like okay right, i need to do this but if i can't do this i can't do this but if i don't right. have this i can't do that it's like it, uh. <laughs> so if i'm if i'm just picking like one particular thing um i think starting my career itself in like public relations and social media marketing and stuff like that um is where I'm most scared and that's because of the fact that it's just like that means that I actually have to interact with people that I've never met before and come out from behind the safety of my computer and like be on your own right and it's like my parents always say like you know you always have a place here with us and I'm just like yeah but y'all drive me fucking crazy sometimes right I would like my own space where I can burn my sage and then you know what it is you also feel like you're racing against the clock yes it's like and with me it's like all right I'm about to be 26 in a few mm-hmm. months and i feel like for some strange reason it's like if i don't do any if i don't do something by 30 <laughs> and then something again by 35 first of all if i don't do something by 30 i'm going home <laughs> turn the lights out close up shop it's I, done <laughs> i remember when i was younger <clears throat> excuse me i remember when i was younger it was like all right if i don't like have my shit together by like 24 hours out there and <laughs> that would we determined was a lie uh-oh it's like I just got into a relationship. All right, I'm like, all right, now cool. If I don't get married and like on my first kid before thirty, because I'd be damned if I start having kids in my thirties. Because mm. I'm like, I'm not about to be that old ass parent. Nothing I wrong. Mean, you just called my mom. Cool. I mean, nothing but cool. No, I mean, yeah. I'm about to say because she had me when she was thirty. I don't. I don't want no smoke with Regina. She, she <laughs> keep that. Mama G. <laughs> Anyway, I mean, I already broke the generational curses of my mom because my mom had me and Lauren when she was like in her teens, mm-hmm. like late teens. Like she was <sighs> me and Lauren are, like two years apart. So I want to say like she had Lauren at like 17, me at 19. Mm-hmm. So I was got confused about like who was <coughs> older, you or Lauren. But now you just answered my question. Yeah. Um, But I feel like um, in regards to like being out and exposed and stuff like that. Um, like in in the career field, it's like, all right. Um, if you fuck up, it's like that's hard come to come back from, and it's just like that could end your career. Especially if you like have like, and if especially if you're just starting, it's like, like if you have some mental disability, if you fuck up and you mm-hmm. crash, you're like, I really don't want to go through this again. And so you it, internalize so a it, lot, yeah, and it prolongs you getting back up even further now, mm-hmm. and now you doubt yourself even more, so which elongates everything, and you're just like, Ugh. <laughs> you're even more frustrated it's like you trying to like scream at yourself in your head like i bitch get up right oh. it's like you're trying to get up and get it together but you're like i can't but you're like it's like yeah I can't, I can't. it's like the two sides of your brain fighting each other the one side is just like oh no i can't do this i just want to sit in the corner and cry and the other side is like bitch if you don't get the fuck up and do this now i swear to god i'm gonna kill you so, like, yeah that's that, 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 it's it's like ugh. um so are you afraid of mm-hmm. what other people think of you? No. Mm-hmm. I mean, I used to be. I'm about to say, when I was a teenager, like, that shit used to terrify I me. I would say uh, up until I want maybe, like, two years ago, two, three years ago, mm-hmm. I I stopped caring about what people thought about me. Because, honestly, 
I would tell people all the time, I'm like, yo, if they not putting anything into you, don't give a fuck about what they say. But it was hard for me to take that on my my own advice. I would I would be quick to tell people like, hey, you know, don't worry about it, because like you know they don't they not signing your checks, you know they're not you know they're not doing anything to fulfill you, you know physically they're not you know breaking your back every fucking right. other week or whatever. They're not like, offering to help you out none. Right. They they're not like so it's like mm. changing their schedules to like see if you are. Right. They're not calling you. That's another thing. Like if they not calling you first. First of all, I'm mad petty. Like, I'm the type of person where it's just like, if you didn't tell me happy birthday on my last birthday, I'm not going to tell you happy birthday on this birthday. Mm-mm. I'm, I've got like, like I that will now. legit go back and think, like, like, did they tell me happy birthday? If I'm like this now, like, I, I won't text you or call you first. If mm-hmm. I've noticed the pattern, like, I'm the one initiating con- like conversations, I'll just mm-hmm. stop talking to you and I'll see if, like, you notice Notice or not. that I'm gone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I'll just be like, oh, well, shit, I guess my phone is dry now. <laughs> So what, like, going back to, like, what, how you were before, like, what about other people's opinions, like, scared you the most? Just, like, if they liked me or not. Because I was always, I was always wanting to speak my mind, but then I also, like, in the back of my head, I always wanted to, like, kind of fit in. Mm -hmm. So I would blend myself to whatever group I was in. Same. So whatever that environment was, I tried to blend in as best as I could. And now I'm just like, uh, if I don't vibe with you, I'll just go. I'll just go and not give a fuck. But like when I was in like middle school and stuff like that, like I would try so hard to get people to like me. Like it was like a whole fucking thing for me. Yo, I was such a pathological liar. (laughs) Yo, I had people believing for like a year and a half that Alicia Keys was my cousin. Yo, I told niggas that Bow was my cousin. (laughs) (laughs) I remember I told niggas in middle school that like. And look at us now. We are the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I remember I told niggas in middle school that like Bow was like a distant cousin of mine. (laughs) Well, see, you were smart. You said distant because I think I said, like, it was my uncle's stepdaughter or something like that. I don't know. I was in, like, (laughs) third grade, and I was obsessed with Alicia Keys. I had, like, her mirrors of uh, an A minor poetry book that has, like, all of, like, her lyrics in it and, like, all, like, different poetry and stuff. Because I remember what I used to do was I used to Google the artists to find out what, like, the real names were and stuff. Yeah, my cousin shot. Right. (laughs) And I don't know. First of all, I would hate it to know you back then. What the fuck? <laughs> we would have been quite the pair. <laughs> um, but like people, people would have like when I was in like middle school and stuff like that. People, um, like I would say stuff and they would like automatically shut me down. So like for a, a good minute, I would internalize a lot, so I wouldn't speak. So like when I got to high school, it was like completely different people because. In middle school, I was with the same group of people that I was with since, like, preschool, kindergarten, with, like, a couple of alternates thrown in there. See, with me, I really wanted to, like, fit in and, like, have people like me because, like, Mm -hmm. up until, I want to say maybe, like, not even, yeah, like, maybe, like, ninth grade. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, freshman year, eighth grade, maybe. I was in predominantly, like white schools mm. Ex- well no because i went to beecher for third grade <laughs> but still beecher. that's crazy like i me going to predominantly white schools all my life i was the maybe like the only black kid in the class mm-hmm. so i had a different upbringing mm-hmm. 
And then I got to beach her, and I'll never forget it. Like all the black kids, all of them. Probably want to beat your ass. Yo, I used to get bullied so (laughs) much. Like kids on the bus used to jump me. They used to pick on me because like Mm -hmm. I had really long hair, Mm -hmm. or like because my eyes or whatever, my gap, or like I remember kids used to call me Oreo cookie. Cause like, Aww. and they're like, you talk too proper. You such a white girl, and I'm like, but I'm literally black. I'm like, but do you see my skin? I'm like, what is what is going on? <laughs> and then I remember I got to the fourth grade, and then again, only no, yeah, I was got to like the fourth through sixth grade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, only black kid in all my classes. I got picked on because. Uh, I wear my braids or like I developed before all the girls in the class. So people thought like I stuffed my bra and like people made fun of me because like, again, of my gap. And I was the black girl in the class. Look here. We black. <clears throat> we just are on an accelerated track. And I'm just like, y'all motherfuckers going to take me as I am. The fuck. Mm-hmm. So that played a lot into like how I thought about people and wanting people's acceptance and stuff. And like I said, up until like maybe late middle school scroll middle school early high school i was like i was slowly starting to get into like you know what fuck you Mm -hmm. i'm gonna do whatever the fuck i want and then shout out to co-op because i was probably the only school where i was surrounded by black people fuck hamden high fuck both of them schools i can gladly say fuck hamden high that bitch took two years of my life (laughs) never get back no but shout out to co-op for me being surrounded by black people and like having them give me like the love I have for being black now. Nope. But you're just a hater. Mm. Yeah, I'm not a fan. What a hater. Number two on the fucking wheel. I was number five. Yeah, but you knew people. Whatever. We call it this every time we talk about the damn school. <laughs> now, do you um do other people's opinions keep you from like doing what you want now? So like, you know, if you um we're talking to somebody about like you know wanting to pursue cosmetology and stuff like that full time mm-hmm. and like people like obviously were just like being mad like negative about it and they were just like you're not gonna do it like is that like would people's opinions now keep you from like going to cosmetology school or like you know giving two weeks at your job and like you know stepping out on faith and starting your own business no the only thing giving me back is money Fair. I don't give a damn what you think, cause unless you gonna give me the money to support my dream, <laughs> fuck you and your two cents. I mean, I could put my two your two cents in my jar, All right? Cause change adds up. But yeah, no, unless you unless you funding, I don't care what you think. Mm. I think, um, with me, I I don't let other people's opinions keep me from doing what I'm doing. However. I'm not very forthcoming about what I'm doing in the first place. So it's like, I'm not either. Like I, I have to break down like six different walls before I can even think about getting comfortable with you to let you know, Oh, Hey, you know, like I'm doing a podcast and like, you know, like, you know, you certain listen, things, certain people know, mm-hmm. like I'm not going to tell everybody all my moves. Cause like some people just don't need to know. Cause not everyone's genuine. Right. And I don't need to stank and negativity on everything I do. Mm-hmm. So preach, bitch, preach going to church real quick i'm sorry but like because like that that really irks me and i I've, i hate you i hate you so much no but like i feel like Get it's the a, organ it's a, for dramatic and shit i hate you <laughs> <laughs> but no i feel like that's a real thing if you tell the wrong person something it won't manifest 
because mm. like they put that negativity on it so it's like certain things you can only tell certain people or else it's not gonna happen i don't tell people shit until it happens like until that i know too. for sure that it's until, gonna like, happen. It, until like i absolutely know indefinitely mm-hmm. or like i'm already in the middle of it mm-hmm. you're not gonna know or and then you're just gonna hit me with the ash why didn't you tell me because nigga you didn't need to know right like you know now like, so what are you gonna do about right. this information that you have like, are you going to help me promote it or are you just going to, like, shame me? Or Because, right. like, especially with, like, my writing and, um, like, even with, like, the, the public relations side of things, like, I want to strike out on my own, but I'm not. Like, look, nobody is going to know until I'm, like, no, I mean, know, I'm successful. I'm with everything. People. Ash, why aren't you telling me you were bisexual? Because you ain't need to know. Right, because that's none of your fucking business. None of your fucking business. Ash, why aren't you telling me you was in a relationship? Because you ain't need to know. Mm. Ash, why aren't you telling me you got Because you, nigga, what the fuck I tell you before? You did (laughs) not need to to know. know. (laughs) (laughs) Now, um, does uncertainty or not knowing scare you or make you uncomfortable? Yes, because I like to plan everything out, and I like to have everything go exactly yes. the way I plan yes. it. And if something doesn't go the way I plan it, it could be even, like, the smallest inconvenience sometimes, I will freak out, and I'll say, fuck it. <laughs> fuck this shit up. I'm like, fuck it. I don't want it. I don't want it. And I'll just, like, walk away from it. And then, like, mm-hmm. maybe, like, a few months to a year later or whatever, I don't know, depending on how I'm feeling, I'll pick it back up and be like, all right, let's try this again. Mm-hmm. And then another small inconvenience can happen. I'm just like, nope, nope, I'm done. Like, I don't want it. I knew I didn't like this shit. Right. Yeah. Like, I knew I didn't. And so I I have to be 100%. Like, I have to know how everything plays out at all times. Mm. And that's like, I feel like that's the one reason why I don't like planning parties or planning like. First of all, I don't have enough friends to plan parties. That too. But like. I remember, I think for my 18th birthday, I wanted to plan a party. But like, I didn't have like a set guest list. I was kind of like, have be like an open invitation. So it's like. You know, I'm just going to, like, promote the shit out of it. And, like, whoever shows up, like, they just going to show up. And everybody show up and party and celebrate my birthday no. or whatever, whatever. And then it'd be, like, two people and you're upset because you're, like, I Right. I my dad's, like, first of all, that's dangerous. Right. And you and don't want to end up with another Michael Blake party. And I was, mm. like, ooh, yeah. Coup d'etat got shut down after that. But, yeah, no. <laughs> I I don't like planning anything. And I don't like having really anything planned for me. Like, people tell me, oh, Ashley, I'm going to plan this for you. No. Cause no, because that's how people get shot. I need to know all the details. I mean, I appreciate you wanting to do it for me, but I need to know all the details. I need to be in the know because I need to know if I need to change something or not. Right. Like so. me and me and Bree and Tati got into like this. I wouldn't say it was an argument, but it was like a debate. Um, our freshman year of college, and I forgot we were probably like watching a TV show or something like that, and. Um, it was like a guy surprised his girl with the trip or something like that and like he had packed for her and stuff Mm-mm. like that and he was just like you know all you gotta do is just get on the plane and we just gonna go be like, and he didn't even tell her where they were going and I said no I'm I'm not the type that's gonna do that first of all I need to know where we're going because again if I'm going if you're just telling me oh don't worry about it you'll know when we get there Mm-mm. that's how people get shot Mm-mm. Mm-mm. so it's like you could pick a trip like be like oh yeah babe I, I booked us a trip to like say Jamaica right I'm like, all right, cool. Let me pack. You'd be like, nah, I packed for you. No, because how you know what I want to wear? Right. How you know what wig is going to coordinate with what? <laughs> how you know like where we're going, what we're doing? Maybe I want to wear this on this day. Right. Maybe I want to wear th- like you. And it's don't just like know. you don't know. Like I have 
I have like different methods. There's a method to my or madness. like, and then I gotta pack stuff for like depending on if I want to change that day, depending on my mood or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like you don't depending on do we know what the weather is gonna be right. like? Is it gonna rain? Like what the fuck? Do I have to go and do, do I need like, to did like you, put extra space? So and like, then if it's I like, go did shopping? you pack the right shit? Like did you pack like my pretty pretty panties or did you pack like just grab panties out the drawer? Like, right, oh, yeah, these will look okay. I guess like um, there's there's levels but I to feel this like, shit. With the panties, I feel like they can use their judgment because obviously they're not gonna want to look at no fucking granny panties. But um, no, because I like to I, I like to coordinate them with the, the bras and stuff sometimes. But see, some some guys actually appreciate when you take the time to coordinate, so they might actually have the forethought to do that part. But the outfits and everything else, Mm-mm. you don't. You, first of all, you don't know like my makeup. Then, you don't right. know what to bring from the bathroom. Right. Like what? No, d- don't touch my. You don't stuff. know what exactly. You don't know what wigs to bring, what bathing suits to bring. You so don't know like, like nah. what perfumes. Nah, don't touch it. Nah, don't me, touch. Like it's just that right there. <laughs> <laughs> okay all right okay (laughs) so i feel like in in that case um like the the unknown for me like professionally and personally like I don't like you were saying before. I don't know if the if the floor is gonna fall out from under me. And I'm I I know like when people used to ask me like in high school and stuff like that, like oh, what's your biggest fear? And I would always say failure, or like not making anything of myself. Cause I just turned twenty three, but I feel like in my head, and I think this has to do with like the the my zodiac sign. I have to plan every fucking. I think day. It, I feel like it's a cancer thing. So yeah. it's just like. If I don't have a five-year plan mapped out, like, okay, so I'm going right. to go do this. I'm going to go to this school. I'm going to major in this. Right. And I'm going to graduate in this And time, it's like in every and- aspect of it. Like, you have to plan out for, like, all right, so your friendships, you have, like, a plan for that. And then you get, like, a relationship. I don't you really have, have a plan, plan for my friendships. Well, no, I mean, like, the friend- it's kind of like, y'all bitches not going nowhere. We're right. 10 years deep. Like, right. fuck. Like, right. Where y'all going? True. We in this shit together. So friendships, I mean, like, but. Handcuffed to the suitcase and all that shit. I mean, like, I, when me, when I say friendships, I mean, like, I want to start taking, like, trips with y'all and shit. Right. And then, like, my relationships, I have, like, m- like plans. Like, all right, so by this point, I want to be here with them. And then by this point, I want to be here with them. Mm-hmm. It's like that. And then, like, my career-wise, I want to be like, all right, so this point, I want to be here. Right. And then, like. Now my eyes start switching. Bitch, we're not doing it with the eyes. Yo, it was, I was good for, like, a day and a half. Because, girl, when I said oh. I felt like I was going blind last night. <sighs> I had to, like, look for my old medicine. And I was like, please don't be expired. Please don't be expired. <laughs> And that'd be the worst too. And you're like, you know what? It's expired. I'm I'm just gonna say fuck it. I'm just gonna see what happens. My right. eye falls out. It falls out. Whatever. Right. <clears throat> but um, what was I saying? Oh, the plan. The thing. planning. But yeah, and then I have like a plan for like age wise. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right. So by this age, I want all of this done. And then right. by like this age, I want. But at the same all time, like you always hear that old proverb: if you want to make God laugh, tell him your plan. So it's like, I know. Now I gotta let go. And let God actually do right, his thing. Because like, I'll, like, I'll do a plan. I'll have a plan mapped out. And then life will be like, bitch, you thought. <laughs> this, like, yeah. actually, this is what actually is going to happen. Right. It's like um, the, the road to success is not a, a straight line. It's like oh, it's a whole bunch of curves and shit. It's got a bunch me, of loop-de-loops that Ashlyn's scared of. I'm not scared of them no more. No more. But, you I'm know, a big girl <laughs> now. She don't drink out of sippy cups no more. She just got a tequila glasses. Hey. Uh, <laughs> but as far as like not 
like that that level of uncertainty i need to have some level of certainty like there has to be some sort of guarantee that i have a backup plan right like, and then you need a backup for that backup right so like my mom at and my <laughs> um so both of my parents like really want me to have you know like be in my career because they hate my job i'm pretty sure they hate my job i think all I hate parents my job. hate our jobs um, well, um but it's just based off of the stories job. that i tell them <laughs> So they're just like, you need to hurry up and get out of there because I know that you're not thriving, blah, blah, blah. Um, And, like, I told my mom, I was just like, well, I'm leaving for grad school in August, so it doesn't make sense for me to start a new full-time job because I'm going to go through the interview process and they're going to be like, well, what are your plans? And I'm like, well, I plan on leaving in eight months. That doesn't make any sense. I may as well just stay put. Um, And, you know, just, like, work some side hustles and try to make money that way Um, so that, you know, I'm – still doing stuff within my field so that I'm not completely cold when I start my master's program. Right. So, but I think, damn, where was I going with that? Um, (laughs) I think as far as being uncertain, that's another thing that's kind of like holding me back from like actually like starting the virtual assistant business and like starting. um, And it's funny because um, one of the interns that interned two rounds before I did at Hot 97 reached out to me and like she sent me like this motivational quote and she was just like you know just thinking of you and I was just like oh thank you and she's just like yeah she's just like um and like every time she hits me up she's like we have to collaborate because she has a she has a blog first of all shout out to the queen sessions um she has a blog and she's like we have to collaborate like I need to get you as a guest writer up there Mm -hmm. because I know you're a strong writer because I've seen what you can do Mm -hmm. um and I'm always like yeah yeah like we're definitely gonna collaborate as soon as I get (laughs) my situation right as soon as I get x y and z done but like well, every time I say, like, every, as, as soon as I get the Cultural Wild Child back up and running, because like, 2018 or 20, 2019, come on, Chelsea, what year are we in? I don't know. Um, for the entire 2019, this page was dormant. Like, I let my hosting laps and all that stuff. So I'm, like, getting slowly into the practice of, like, you know, getting, uh, first of all, I, like, switch platforms completely. So I told her, I was, like, once I get everything you know, straight and squared away as far as like the design and all that fun stuff. Like I'll hit you back and like, you know, we can, we can work something out. Um, because obviously I would want to collab with her on, I would want to have her on the show. I would want to, you know, interview her for my website. Um, but like stuff like that kind of scares me. Cause I'm like, she's giving me a collaboration opportunity. And she said, she had referred somebody else to me. Cause she was like, you know, she's like, I got your name from autumn. And she's just like, I would love for you to be like a guest contributor. Oh, you better than. And that shit scares the but shit then, out of me. But my I was thing like, is like, um, if she reckon, like, if she really went through all that, then, then you better. That's what I'm saying. And I, that's, that's why I'm like, I kind of like fall back. Cause I'm like, well, if she went through all this, then I better not fuck up and right. I better not fail. And it's like, all right, I could put offer. my best foot forward or I could put the wrong foot forward oh, and Lord, fuck no. up everything and then the recommendation just sucks. And then they're going to be like, Autumn, why the fuck did you send this woman oh, to me? Oh, no. Um, so that that's the mental battle that happens in my brain. Oh, Again, no. the SpongeBob with the burning file cabinet files and shit. My brain on a daily um, now has fear ended up working out positively in your favor like have you stepped out on faith even though you were scared shitless and it worked out great i wouldn't say it worked out great it had (laughs) it had some good benefits but mostly bad like 
the bad outweighed the good and mm-hmm. but it, it ultimately turned into like a learning session so i'm just like well All if right. you learn then that's definitely good it's not eh, i mean because i because i mean it wasn't a complete fail but it, it definitely set me back more than what i wanted okay so like that's why i mean like i learned from that because like them those were major setbacks i'm just like all right so mm-hmm. now i have to catch up even more now awesome like fun great so much fun <laughs> i love it here <laughs> um i think uh, going through the Rolodex of fucked up decisions and oh, I've made up a lot scary of scary decisions. Um, I think applying for Hot ninety seven again was um, f- fuck terrifying um, because of the fact that I didn't know what I was going into. I mean, I knew that I had had more experience under my belt. I was a lot more humble. I took the year to kind of like. Calm the fuck down. Yeah, like I was not <laughs> bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. I was like, you know, my eyes were a little bit softer. My tail was a little less bushy, but it was okay. still like, you know, erect. <laughs> sort of like uh, Yaroslav, whatever his name is. <laughs> uh, weird Sorry. analogy, but okay. Um, well, you know how they say bushy-tailed? Like, so it's like the, the tail is like standing straight up. Yeah. It's like a dog, mm-hmm. like yep. with the mm-hmm. wagging tail. Okay, anyway. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. So I was a lot calmer. <laughs> <laughs> anyway but i didn't know what i was going into like i didn't know if it was going to be the same players um as far as like the panel i didn't know candidate wise who i was going to be up against and like they t- they make sure they make it a point to tell you out of x amount of candidates we had to narrow it down to 20 to interview and we we're only taking 10 because mm. i think it was like out of a pool of like three four thousand people from all across the country that wanted to and i think internationally too that wanted to come work for this station because it's where hip-hop lives so i had to kind of like it scared the shit out of me like when they said that but i had to like you know keep my composure but on the inside i was screaming right you had to have a i got this face right but on the internal you're like oh shit oh shit oh shit oh shit oh shit oh shit so like and when i didn't hear anything i'm like oh Maybe I fucked up again. Like, but then I ended up getting the email. Ironically enough, I got the email the day before my 21st birthday that I was going to start my internship. And that shit was wild. Cause like the the three months, like, first of all, I kept my head down. Um, I made it a purpose to not, like I made it my purpose to not let anybody know that I was related to anybody at the station this time. Um, Right. But except for like towards the end when I was a little bit more comfortable, I let, um, one of the radio personalities that I was working with in programming, let I let her know, like, because we were talking about like something with her son, because we they were covering the Disney Dreamers Academy, um, in Florida, and Darius was down there, and All they right. interviewed Darius. So it just so happened air. to it just so happened so to like I was like, oh yeah, that's my brother, and like we were topic. talking about education and stuff like that, and I was like, yeah, my dad is the same way. I was like, and he, she's like, oh yeah, who's your dad? And it was funny because like I was. Like, if we turn this way, like, we're facing the window, he was in the production booth behind us. I was about to say, it would be funny if he was, like, walking by and you'd be like, him. Yeah, so he was in the production booth (laughs) behind us. And, like, so she's like, yeah, who's your dad? I was like, he's right in there. there. And she's like, Doc's your dad? What the hell? And, like, she, like, made this whole thing about it. And I was like, well, shh, chill out. Like, I didn't want to, like, make a whole thing about it. But, like, because of the fact that, like, we've built this rapport and come to find out she's Capricorn. So now I understand why we vibe so well. I feel like that's Uh, how it is with, like, the New Haven public system. I mean, like, the people that I know are probably, like, no longer in it. But, like, Mm -hmm. when I went to co-op and stuff, like, even, not even co-op, like, some of the 
teachers at Hamden and stuff. I I can't talk, go back to Hamden. No, I don't think I could talk to anyone. I would get in trouble or whatever, and then lo and behold, someone would find out. Hey, you you Mr. Freeman's granddaughter because either they'd work with my mm-hmm. grandfather or they were one of his students. And that's another thing too. Like I would like when I was in high school, one of the security guards lived around the corner from me. So every time he would see me in the hallway, even if I was going to the bathroom, he'd be like, "Ooh, I'm telling your dad. I'm like that. I'm going to take a piss." Like, oh, great. Like, right. Tell him that I'm, you know, like, emptying my bladder. Thank you. They were like, oh, you, 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 Mr. Freeman granddaughter. All right, all right, I see you. And I'm just like, oh my God. Oh my God, leave me alone. Like, leave me alone. Leave me alone. And I, I think me not letting people know that I was, you know, so and so's daughter or whatever. Right. Because, first of all, for the longest, I was always Doc's daughter, Doc's kid, or Regina's daughter, or whatever, whatever. Yeah. So, like, not letting people know. People got a chance to see me for who I was, right. and like and my, not work, my work, my work ethic of your parents, right? So um, that definitely worked out positively in my favor. And then on top of that, the internship kind of like helped me start steering in the direction of like what I wanted Where to you do. Wanted to go because I was like, all right, I want to do social media. And then like it took two, three more internships after that to like realize, okay, I want to do social media, but in public relations. Right. So it's it, you know that's definitely something that like. And even with the the, in, the last internship I did, I wrote her an email and I was like, hey, I don't know if you remember me. I was like, but we met at a brunch last year. And I was just like, you know, we talked for a little bit. And I was like, I didn't have a business card, but I took your business card and I've been meaning to reach out to you. And like, I just didn't, I just haven't like gotten up, like mustered up the courage or, or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and then I saw that you were posting looking for interns. And I was like, this is, this is perfect. This is perfect. Like, this is universe talking to me. Right. Um, so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to step out on faith, even though I'm scared shitless, and I'm going to apply for this internship. And she was so excited when like, when she got to like I hire like, me. She was just like, I feel you're like what I needed. Those moments, though, where you're like scared shitless, I feel like almost immediately after, you feel mm-hmm. the biggest sense of relief. I don't get the biggest sense of relief until I get, like, the offer letter or I get, like, I the, mean, po- the some end result that I'm looking for. Some of them. Because you could be, like, scared to even send the message. And then once you send the message, you're just like, why was I so scared? Like, nah. why was I? I mean, depending on the situation, for me, anyway. <laughs> depending, Like, for me, depending on the situation, it's like, why was I scared? Or until, like, I get that, like, message, like, the reply back. And mm-hmm. it's just like, sure. Or, uh, yeah, I don't know why you were even asking. You could have done that already. Right. It's like, yeah. damn, word cool right um, so like those especially those the ones that were like oh i thought you knew you could do that already those i'd be like word i say like, less because you know shit i could have been doing a lot more things right <laughs> um now list three things before we go you always having me list something three Damn. things that you would do if you weren't afraid mm-hmm. and it's on the spot you can't write this shit down you always having me list some shit mm-hmm uh, three things if I wasn't afraid. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is the, the, like... You could do anything. You could fucking uh, tightrope across the... Between oh, the Empire say, State like, Building. What is, what is, what are the... The criteria. Yeah. No, you could do anything. Because that was very vague. Um, It could be career-wise, it could be <clears throat> personal, it could be professional. I think I said professional already. Uh, career-wise and professional, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Well, if I had the money, honestly, that's what you should have said. <laughs> Three things if I, if I had the money. Uh, start my own business. Mm-hmm. Um, finally, like, move out. Like, get my own spot. 
because I don't know if I'd want to move in with my partner just yet. Like, I don't know about that just yet. I mean, like, I want to, but then I don't know. Yeah. Because I still want to, like, know how it is to be by myself. Be by yourself. Right. Um. So, start my business, move out. What's the last one? Hmm. I don't know. Just, like, go out and do more shit more. Mm-hmm. Like, take more trips by myself more. Yeah, I think with me, three <clears throat> things that I would do if I weren't so afraid finally fucking published the book <laughs> um well i'm actually in the process of like starting the my uh public relations social media management business on like the back end um so publish the book go to new orleans by myself oh i would love to go all right so you gotta go by yourself i gotta go by myself and then we gotta go together yeah because okay. i, I want to do like a, a foodie tour yes and like vlog the entire fucking i just want to eat fuck vlogging i just want to <laughs> eat um so i want to do that i want to go to new orleans by myself and go on a foodie tour and then um gosh i just i want to go i want to move to a new city yes where nobody knows me which I'm essentially going to do in August. Sometimes um, you want to go And, like, just explore the city and also, you know, <laughs> it just explore the city and just kind of, like, you know, find the hidden gems and stuff like that. But also, like, come into my own without having that safety net of my right, parents. Right, like, I want to know. Because, like, it's different when I'm moving to, like, an apartment in New Haven because then they're, like, 20 minutes It's from still me. New Haven. But if I'm moving to another state, that's like, a plane ride know, that I don't have money right. for because it's like plane ride or I got to pay rent. It's like I want to know what Ashland is like in a different environment. Like who mm-hmm. is Ashland outside of Connecticut or right. like, yeah, pretty much like outside of Connecticut, outside right. of like everything. Like I I want to know what she's like, who she about, what kind yeah. of shit she be getting into. Shay and Virginia about to be about a lot of shit. Letting y'all know. <laughs> I mean, if Shay and Virginia on her whole phase, Ashland will be coming down and. I mean, I, I'm not going to be able to do much. I'm about to say, I don't know. But Look, I I'm could. not condoning that behavior. <laughs> no, nope. I'm saying I, I'm not going to be able to do much. I'll do stuff within my limits. <laughs> I just want to act a fool. <laughs> I just want to party on some I, tables. I just want to dance on tables and drink tequila. Okay. Uh. <laughs> do shit I wasn't able to do back then. I'm going to leave that alone. We're not going to unpack that. <laughs> so I'm just going to leave you guys with this, this lovely quote. It's, if we wait until we're ready, we'll be waiting for the rest of our lives. Amen. Mm-hmm. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen of the church. <laughs> um, inbox us at will there be tequila with Please two do. A's at gmail.com. Send us comments, questions, concerns funny little anecdotes because we love to read them all um will there be tequila with two a's on instagram we are steadily uploading new stuff so go like that shit um and uh wtvt pod right? yep on twitter yep yeah all that fun stuff let us know what you want to see let us know what you want to hear oh my god let us know what you want to see for real for real because um we're running out of ideas yeah. and we would love to hear from you guys be like you know i want you guys to dive deeper into like the concept of fear when it comes to like relationships or 
that is a different conversation for another day. All right. So uh, we're going to get out of here. See you on the flip side. Bye-bye.